0: All right, welcome back to the uh, Stories of Freedom podcast. Um, I know it's been a while. I actually just noticed yesterday that it's been about three months since we recorded, or I recorded the intro, and um, just had uh, some challenges getting going. But uh, but I'm here, ready to start today. So um, when I put that intro out, uh, I didn't know what kind of feedback I was going to get. And um, I was actually really happy and surprised to see that I got a lot of emails and people coming to me at the church saying they thought it was a great idea and they couldn't wait. And um, actually, the next morning, I got a email from um, Kayla Cresci in the church, and she said that she wanted to be a part of it. She wanted to share her testimony and um even possibly co-host so she is here today and um go ahead and say hi
1: hi (laughs) glad to be here
0: (laughs) so um yeah we're gonna get started and and learn about her story and and her testimony um but before i did that i just wanted to uh you know if you want to tell everybody how long you've been coming here to vcf
1: yeah so my husband and i've been coming here it'll be a year in march Oh, okay. So, yeah, not very long, but it feels like we've been here forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, and then your family, so you're, you, you know, Justin, you're married to Justin, yeah. and then you got two kids as mm-hmm. well?
1: Yeah, Colston and Samuel. Colston's two and a half, and Samuel is 14 months. Nice.
0: So. Cool. Yeah. So So, um, I'm sure you guys have seen their family going around, so <laughs> you've probably seen them more than me, so. <laughs> um, and what is it, I mean, you don't need to, I mean, they'll hear how you came to church, started coming to VCF mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but what is it that kept coming you back and what, what makes you, you know, call VCF your church home?
1: Uh, I mean, even just the, the first day that we came, uh, cause we've, we tried a couple different churches in the Valley and, uh, my husband grew up Catholic, so we even tried a couple Catholic churches, um which was definitely interesting for me never having gone to them okay. <laughs> before there's a lot of sitting up and sitting down that I didn't really like yeah. when I was pregnant. <laughs> um but just the first day that we were here um it's just I mean everybody knew that we were new and everybody was just so welcoming and it just immediately felt like home and then ever since we've just been coming every week and now yeah. it's 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 literally a family and yeah. the last 2 weeks we haven't been here cuz our kids have been sick and hand foot mouth and all those crummy things and, yeah and we're just like gosh we miss it <laughs> it feels like we haven't been there forever yeah yeah so it's just it's just a great place and it's just it's just home it's yeah everybody's just so nice so welcoming they they genuinely care it's not just an act yeah so yeah
0: love that. Renee was actually the first one um, I was working when she came here the first Sunday, mm-hmm. um and we were actually going to go to a different church because somebody that I was working with was going there, and um she came here because she was running late, mm-hmm. and the other church started earlier, oh, and yeah. it's across town, so uh, she looked online, saw this one was starting a little bit later, and that she could make it on time, mm-hmm. and she came here, and uh, when I talked to her um later that afternoon i was like how was church and she's like good but i didn't go to the one that you told me to go to i went to this one and she's like it's a great church yeah. and i mean sure enough when i came here i felt that mm-hmm. welcome and yeah. genuine i mean as soon as you start coming here they plug you mm-hmm. in and yeah figure out where you're you know yeah. where you need to be so oh,
1: yeah it's awesome it's i love that it's spirit led too because i've never felt that at other yeah. churches
0: yeah. yeah yeah
1: i'm like what is this spirit thing you guys talk about and then like you, you can actually feel it here yeah like even it just like the smallest of of events or whatever like you can just you can feel it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's fun. A thing.
0: I mean like when people get up there and start talking and stuff during the worship mm-hmm. about what God's telling them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean this morning we had an awesome worship service because yeah. of that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that was cool. But um all right. So uh yeah, this is the third time that we've tried to record this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time my computer wasn't working. The second time we recorded it and then when I got home um, it, I was trying, I had a trial program on there and I didn't realize while I was recording it seemed, it had to remind me about every 10 seconds that it was a trial by <laughs> audib- audibly saying trial. <laughs> so it talked over our podcast. So, uh, I couldn't publish that one. Um, and then two weeks ago we were going to record and then mm-hmm. your kids got sick. Kids so, yeah. um, uh, but we've been Sorry. trying,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're here, <laughs> we're going
0: to get this going one way or another. So, um, uh, so yeah, actually one thing I did want to bring up is you have a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and a website, the website you've had for a little while now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I started that in May of last year. Um, that's my blog. Um, and it started out mostly, um, just talking about, um, things related to my son's heart defect and, um, cause I call myself a heart mom. That's what we call ourselves. Um when you have a kid with a congenital heart defect um and so it's the heartmom.com and and then it turned into more of like biblical writings and then it led into the youtube channel so, yeah. which just started, I just did my first video a couple of days ago, which was really scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was great. I watched it Thank you. yesterday. Um, and I really liked it. I think it's, uh, it's cool. So we'll talk Thank more you. about that yeah. maybe at the end, if you want, um, after they actually hear your story and okay. know what it's about. But one thing that you'd said in that video was about being obedient mm-hmm. and, um, that you had said that uh, in the study you guys are going through that uh, even delayed obedience is still disobedience yeah that really kicked my butt yep (laughs) i was like okay okay i'll do it (laughs) i I can relate on this i mean i've I've had this idea now for years i mean back Mm -hmm. when we were in sacramento and we've been out here now for two and a half years yeah and uh um I, then I don't think it was the right time. I didn't mm-hmm. have the re, right resources. But as soon as I came out here and got plugged into VCF, I started running the website and doing things like that and I had access to mm-hmm. all this stuff. And uh, I could have started then, but I didn't. Yeah. And I just made excuse after excuse. Mm-hmm. So that video really uh, spoke to me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it made you. me go, I got. I really <laughs> got to get this thing going and make sure that it's working. So. Um,
1: well, I'm honored to be the vessel for that <laughs> message that God had for you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so... Well, um, I guess before I guess might as well just go ahead and get into it. So if you wanted okay. to go ahead and share your story and then uh afterwards we'll kinda just talk about it.
1: Okay. Um yeah. Um I mean my childhood it was not very eventful. Um to be honest, I don't really have any like like traumatic childhood stories or anything. My I mean my my story I feel like kind of started right after high school. Um I mean we grew up believing, um, uh, but my parents kind of used God as more of like a kind of like Santa, like you better knock it off because he's watching you. <laughs> you know, and then we only went to church on like Christmas and Easter just to check in basically yeah. and, you know, whatever. Um so I never really um grew up in Christ, just knowing about him and, and believing um in him, but not not acting out the word or, or seeking a, a relationship with him or anything. Um, I played softball all throughout high school. Um and then once high school ended, um reality really slapped me in the face. My high school sweetheart of 4 years and I had just broken up. I didn't have any college plans. I didn't have a, any career plans. I just worked at this little daycare and this dental assisting job just kind of fell into my lap and so I was like, okay, well, I'm making way more money, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> so just kind of going with the flow. Never really had a plan or anything. Um but the i mean the only place where i really found happiness was just being in relationships and i just bouncing from man to man to man to man as bad as that sounds um but i just i couldn't be alone i had to be in a relationship i had to feel loved i had to feel wanted um even if it wasn't just reciprocated back just physically if if um i mean if if i was wanted that was that was good enough for me um I got so desperate for companionship one time, um, in between boyfriends that I made a a match.com profile and little did I know that's where I met my (laughs) husband. (laughs) Um, and it's funny, we had just broken up with our uh, significant others the same month, um, a couple months right before we met. Um, and that was, I mean, our relationship is not traditional in any sense of the word i met justin in april of 2014 i moved in with him in june we were engaged in july pregnant in november married the following march (laughs) (laughs) so it was it was crazy um and then i mean just ecstatic we had our wedding march 28th and then we were leaving for our honeymoon the week after and um i was 22 weeks pregnant the day of our wedding and so when i made our plan to leave on our honeymoon i made my you know the the 20-week doctor appointment where you find out the gender of your baby i made that the morning we were leaving for our honeymoon so we wouldn't have to take an extra day off of work thought it was good thinking on my part (laughs) (laughs) um so we do the ultrasound and everything and then uh the doctor comes in about 15 minutes later uh just trying to not cry and my husband uh, our hearts just sink we're like oh my gosh yeah. Uh, so she says, I'm just going to come out and say it because there's, there's no other way to say it, but the left side of your baby's heart is not developing and it might not be compatible with life. And I just saw Justin just sink his head into his hands. He didn't even look at me. And then I just, I'm just like, what did I do? Like, what did mm-hmm. I do wrong? You know, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have eaten lunch meat. Like they say <laughs> to not eat lunch meat was not my fault, you know, yeah. um, and she's like, no, like it's just, it just never developed. Um, cause the heart develops in like the fourth week of pregnancy. Um, and so it just, it just never developed. It's just one of those things. And, and so, so we still went on our honeymoon, but then the next couple of months consisted of weekly doctor's appointments at the high risk doctor, um, going back and forth to Vegas because he was gonna, with his heart condition, it's called hypoplastic left heart syndrome. And so he, um, needed a series of three open heart surgeries and the first one being in the first week of his life um so the next couple months included you know going back and forth to vegas to meet with the surgeons and all the doctors down there and then getting our spot at the ronald mcdonald house because i had to move there a month before my due date just in case i went into labor early Mm -hmm. um and then justin stayed here for work so his mom went down there to live with me in the house because they wouldn't let me stay there by myself in case i went into labor yeah um and then and then he was born and there was there was a whole cardiac team um in the room there's probably about 20 people in the room wow. so childbirth definitely takes away your modesty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then he had so the first surgery was called the hybrid he had that um when he was two days old um went great i think the if i remember correctly the surgery took about eight hours um so with all those postpartum hormones it was a very emotional time yeah (laughs) um and then he he was doing great and then i finally got to hold him when he was a week old it was the longest week of my life wow (laughs) even a whole week Mm -hmm. and 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 it wasn't even something that i initiated um the nurse that we had that night she was like do you want to hold him and i just started (laughs) bawling because I was yeah. too scared to ask because I'm like okay there's this little tiny human that just had open heart surgery like I was too scared to even ask to hold him yeah. so when she asked me that I just started bawling <laughs> I was like <laughs> I can hold him <laughs> and and then she started crying because she was like how oh, have you never held him yet <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that was I mean that was a beautiful time yeah. um, but then a couple days later he went into cardiac arrest for the first time and that it was it was just one of those things where it was supposed to be a routine procedure it was something that only had like a one percent chance of anything Mm -hmm. bad happening um of course we're the the one percent (laughs) yeah um so he he was revived after a couple minutes they said that there was no brain damage because they were able to start cpr right away so he didn't lose any oxygen to his brain um so then we were recovering from that he was back on the ventilator and then exactly a week later he goes into cardiac arrest for the second time wow same thing. After a couple of minutes, he's revived back on the ventilator. Yeah. And that time we were um, getting ready to go home because he was doing so well. He was off the ventilator. He was eating um, the amount that they said he should be eating out of a bottle. Um, and that also one percent chance of something bad happening. They were taking out the, the RA line. Um, and when they when they pulled it, which is just a normal bedside procedure, his heart rate spiked and he coded oh wow yeah and so they rushed us out of the room which i mean of course as a parent your heart just sinks and you're just in the hallway just sobbing because you don't know what's going on you you're trying to watch the monitors you're trying to watch your kid but you know all the nurses and doctors are blocking you and they're all not yelling at each other but you know talking loudly to communicate to each other so it seems like they're yelling you know when really they're not so it's just a hectic thing and and then he was okay and then he was in there for another two weeks recovering um and luckily um that was that's pretty much been the the worst that's happened to him i mean i I know those are horrible things but um there's a lot of other heart kids that have had heart transplants or um pacemakers and and other things put in so luckily colson hasn't had anything since he since he was born um happen um so yeah, that that kind of <laughs> derailed yeah. my story here, but no, um, definitely. Yeah, so so those those two cardiac arrests plus everything else that we were going through just as a as a newlywed couple, I was just I was just angry. Mm-hmm. I was just I was mad, and it's not that I stopped believing in him. I just thought he didn't care. Yeah, I just I was, just, where are you? Like there, I have this innocent newborn baby and and where are you you know you're supposed to be a god of miracles you're supposed to be this healing good god and where are you like he's in this hospital room fighting for his life and and i was like like if you're punishing me then then punish me don't don't take it out on my kid you know and and so i i had those those angry thoughts for about a year um but Pertaining specifically to Colston. After that he did great. He had his second open heart surgery when he was six months old. He did so well that he was discharged in ten days when the average stay is about two weeks. So he did really good with that one. Um and then we decided to have another kid. And um we got pregnant right away with Samuel. Um and his his pregnancy, I mean it was pretty smooth sailing for the most part. Um, I knew that we would have to have early screening because of everything that Colson had gone through. They wanted to detect any heart defects early on. Um, But they did find that he was going to be severely growth restricted. So they, they had, um, they told me that my placenta was small and not giving him the nutrients that he needed to grow and everything else. Um, Which in the end turned out fine. He was a, He was a perfectly healthy six pound, five ounce baby. So, but I mean, I appreciate that they were more cautious than they would have been just because of what we had gone through with Colston. Um, But a week before my scheduled C-section with Samuel, I had my my baby shower for him. And that day, Colston was just, he was super fussy. He just, he didn't want to eat. He didn't drink. And that was a Saturday, all day Sunday, still didn't eat, didn't drink. Um, I knew he was getting dehydrated because of his lack of wet diapers. Um, So I took him to the pediatrician Monday and she was pressing on his stomach and she didn't like how one area felt and how he winced when she pressed on the area and so she sent us up to renown to get a chest x-ray and the doctor comes back and he's like well i know what the problem is i was like what (laughs) and he goes your son has a hole in his diaphragm and his colon's being pushed into his chest wow I i just started laughing I'm just like, are, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, like, what else can this kid go through? Like, what else in this poor kid's body is underdeveloped? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. how did he get a hole in his diaphragm? And the, and that sounds horrible, but I did. I just started laughing. I'm just like, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like just kind this of more is, unbelief. Yeah, yeah,
1: like in shock. And so he had emergency surgery for that the next morning. A couple of days later, he still wasn't recovering. Um, just fussy. He wouldn't even take a bottle. Um, which is his go-to comfort thing, um, and he just, he just he wouldn't take a bottle. And and I told the the surgeon that did his surgery in Reno. I was like, he recovered from his open heart surgery better than this, and this surgery is peas and carrots to to mm-hmm. what that was. So why is he not recovering? Well, it turns out part of the the colon that they had pulled back through was starting to die off, so there was an infection. So they had to go back through and take out more of take out more of his colon and and so he continued to be in the after that he did great but he was still in the hospital while i had samuel so i had samuel at carson tahoe while justin was with or i'm sorry i had samuel at carson tahoe while justin was with colston up at renown and yeah luckily our parents are here to help (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah that that kind of pushed me over the edge also because just just added it pretty much fueled to the fire you know yeah. just like like why is this happening to us like right. all we want is a healthy kid all we want is these normal lives that we see everybody else having you know everybody else has you know these these perfect smooth pregnancies it seems like yeah. and, and we just get we just keep getting the shaft every time it feels like yeah and uh so so justin stayed home um a couple days after we had samuel and then that's that's really when the enemy started to attack me um and really pounce on my anxiety um with everything because i had kind of suppressed everything with colston so it's like everything was finally come to the surface i was alone with these two kids one that just had emergency surgery and one that was just born both needing completely different things for me while i'm still trying to care for myself for my second c-section yeah and uh I just constantly, I just, it was a a dark state of fear. I believed with my whole heart that I would go to check on one of the boys during nap time and one of them would not be breathing. Or I would get a call from my husband's work that he was in an accident on the job site or on his way home or something like that. And it's like, it's not like I was scared that these things were going to happen. It's just like in my mind, it was just like when, like what day is this going to happen? Like I I just lived in a constant state of fear. Mm Mm-hmm just just pretty much waiting yeah like i didn't even want to put them in their own room for nap time like i just wanted them to sleep on me sleep on the couch sleep in front of me just so i could watch their every move which of course is not healthy right you know um and then a girl that comes to church here i've known her for a couple years um she was starting a bible study in january and i had samuel in november so the bible study was starting in january so for about two months i lived in this just constant state of fear and uh I was like sure I need a I need a night out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care what it's about I just need a night out so for me that's what it start out at started out as but I think God was like haha like if yeah. only you knew what I have in yep. store for you because <laughs> it's like the first night of that Bible study I was it's just like like a, a flip switched and my life was changed and yeah. then we started coming here where where she goes and it's just it's just like everything like every fog has lifted, every fear has subsided, yeah. all of my anxiety has just gone away. Um because God's just revealed himself to me in such a different way that I didn't have before. And so now it's it's just like like an just like a peace. Yeah. You know, a peace that's like floated over our family and, and now my husband, um I mean, he's always been a believer too, even growing up, uh Catholic. I mean he like he just got baptized last weekend.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The encounter, yeah. I was there, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> I was there. yeah. yeah so I, I mean, that. so
1: God's been doing big things in our life the past year, and it's just it's been such a, a beautiful thing to to see, because now we can look back at Colston and everything that we went through and see like what a blessing it was. Yeah, and I wish I could go back and be in Christ then, like I am now, uh-huh. you know, and be able to go through that with a lot more grace. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wish I would have handled a lot of things differently back then, but um but now i feel like that's he's given me such a platform now to be able to help other people from doing what i did from right. turning their back from getting angry yeah um so yeah so
0: and that's that's what a lot of like your YouTube mm-hmm. uh, videos are going to be. It sounded mm-hmm. like, and, and your blog that you do, yeah, um, it's helping people through it that are going through the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm really hoping for. I mean, I had started the blog with those intentions because I I truly do feel like he wants me to reach other heart parents, uh-huh. um, but I just feel like there are so many things that are better heard. Than than written, you know, right. like people would it would get the emphasis and and feel my emotion more um hearing me speak it instead of just reading my writing right, um, which I don't know if that's a testament to my writing <laughs> How, <laughs> about writing, but <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like some things would be better said versus yeah. read, you know so so I'm really hoping that that YouTube channel blesses some people <laughs>
0: I'm sure it will, <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things um was there anything else before I
1: uh, I don't think so. I don't think I missed anything. <laughs> okay.
0: Because <laughs> I was, uh, you know, reading through your testimony this week and stuff, mm-hmm. and there was a couple things that um, I just wanted to to touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was pretty incredible when I started putting together everything at the end and, and how all the pieces fit together. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, before that, though, I mean, you talked about, I mean, this is part of it leading up to it, but you talked about feeling alone and feeling like you only had some sort of self-worth if you were with a guy Mm -hmm. or with somebody and you, and you felt loved. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think that comes from our inherent nature, knowing that we're, um, connected to God Mm -hmm. you know I mean he created us in his image Mm -hmm. and really what that that means is that we're his partner here on Mm -hmm. this earth and we've got a relationship with him I mean Adam and Eve and they were in the garden Mm -hmm. and they walked with God Mm -hmm. and that's what we're trying you know the whole story of the Bible is us getting back to that point where we can walk with God in heaven Mm -hmm. so um, I mean when you're living your life apart from God and not putting him 1st I think those relationships I mean that's what you're searching for is mm-hmm. a relationship yeah
1: you're trying to find your happiness in, in in something else when when really it's just the god-sized hole that's yeah. in your heart that you're looking to fill which only one thing can fill yeah you know but when so, yeah. when you're in in that mindset when you don't realize that that's what you need or, or you're searching for anything but that because you're prideful or and don't want to surrender your life or yeah. anything like that it's it it's sad how how easy it is to to fill it with other things. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't have to be men. It could be no. drugs. It could be porn or it could be, you know, you're, whatever. It, yeah. You're yeah. just looking for something for to anything. fulfill you. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean that, that fear that you had, I mean, when you surrender to God and, and came into relationship mm-hmm. with him, it's like, then, then you felt just all that release, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's why I decided that, that, you know, a story is a freedom. I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out what to call this for a long time, yeah. but it's just that sense of freedom you get when you finally surrender to God. Mm-hmm. And, move into relationship mm-hmm. with him
1: it's like an overwhelming peace yep
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um and um i thought it was cool too because i mean i i know you mentioned uh, i don't think you brought it up this time but you mentioned in when you're in in the, the writing for your or when you sent me your testimony mm-hmm. that uh you had told your friends that your coworkers oh, made yeah. you do dot match.com <laughs> and you told your coworkers that your friends made, you know? Yeah. So. Trying
1: to not admit how lonely I was and saying <laughs> that my friends made me do it or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. That so. <laughs> not one of my best moments, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, not that, not that doing, uh, you know, looking online or doing an online dating profile is necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. And mean you met Justin on there. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was cool that even though neither of you were looking for God or looking to God at mm-hmm. that time, um, you know you had that background but you weren't necessarily living with god mm-hmm. at the time um did he still put you two together knowing mm-hmm. that you two would come you know use the situation and circle, yeah. find god together mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. grow stronger together mm-hmm. in that so i thought that was cool that you know he didn't find somebody else on there that you right, know what i mean yeah like, he brought you two <laughs> together even though yeah. the tension was but um the other thing um that i that i in your story that kind of sticks out. And I think a lot of people probably, if they were listening to this, they may have thought to themselves, um, is, you know, a lot of people when they're faced with a loved one who is sick or, um, something that they they struggle with uh their faith in god Mm -hmm. sometimes they don't believe in god um you still believe in god but you blamed him Mm -hmm. and um i mean i hear people all the time you know they they ask me or they tell me the reason why i don't believe in god is because of all the pain in the world you Mm -hmm. know i mean i can explain why uh people do bad things to each other that's Mm -hmm. just free will and Mm -hmm. people choosing to do things Mm -hmm. um but when it comes down to you know a child being born sick Mm -hmm. um or somebody getting cancer. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a pretty big thing going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people tend to not believe in God or mm-hmm. lose faith in God or get mad at God mm-hmm. um, and just go, how do you believe in a God that could do something mm-hmm. like that? Um, being a heart mom or heart parent is mm-hmm. is you know you call that, and talking to other parents that are going through this, have you ever had that question come up i mean because i 'm sure if it hasn 't it will yeah, and, and how do you answer that
1: um yeah it hasn 't come up to me specifically um i i 've seen other people ask it in like the Facebook forums and stuff um um I mean what what i would tell another heart mom and it's 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 funny that you bring this up cuz i was actually going to do a, a one of my next youtube videos on it um is basically just the understanding that it's not that God like allows these things to happen because he wants them to, or because he's trying to teach you a lesson or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He, I mean, I don't, I don't think God's up there going like, okay, you get a heart defect and you get a heart defect, (laughs) you know, or or you get, you get cancer, you know, you, you know, whatever. I don't think he's up there doing it, doing that. I think he knows that we are just down to our core, just sinful and broken, and, and we just live in a broken world yeah. and so i think what he wants is for us to just know that there's hope in him because so john 16:33, which is like 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 my life verse <laughs> 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 one of my many verses um Like, he promises that, like, we're going to have tribulations in this world. Like, we're going to have problems. We live in a broken, broken world. But the end part of that scripture is, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Yeah. So I have peace and I have hope and, and all my anger gone because I know that he's already overcome hypoplastic left heart syndrome because hypoplastic left heart syndrome is something of the world. Yeah, It's something of the earth. Cancer is something of the earth. That doesn't mean it's easy while we're here on earth and we have to live it out, yep. but we have hope and peace in him because of what he's given us for eternal life. Yeah. So that's just the way that I look at it. Yep. So that,
0: that's a great answer. I mean, that's you summarize that really well. Thank you. <laughs> Cause that's, I mean, that's kind of what I, I try to tell people and, and you know, if they're not, if they don't underst- if they don't really know and understand the story of the Bible mm-hmm. then it's hard for them to understand that you know um when when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God they were taken out of that perfect world mm-hmm. and put into this world mm-hmm. where there is not just sin because we we have free will but there's also um, death. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that the, there was no death in the Garden of mm-hmm. Eden. And then this world, there is death mm-hmm. and there's sickness and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a part of what we chose. I mean, even though we weren't Adam and Eve and chose, mm-hmm. we still get up every day and mm-hmm. choose to do things uh, apart from God. Mm-hmm. So if we would have been in the garden, I'm pretty sure I would have done the same thing you mm-hmm. know i would have fallen to temptation mm-hmm. too um because i fall to temptation mm-hmm. here every day mm-hmm. so it's it's tough to explain to people and not mm-hmm. everybody's going to accept that answer yeah but i i do believe that and i do think too that not everything is supposed to be answered you mm-hmm. know i mean that's exactly. where the faith in god comes mm-hmm. from um there exactly. i mean i don't know if i'm right on that i you know it seems mm-hmm. right but yeah. um there they could we could when we get to heaven and we talk to god there may be something else that we hear mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> yeah and we exactly. may go, oh i think a lot of things will make more sense mm-hmm. you know
1: well and if if he was able to provide us with an answer for every single thing would we worship him as much right. Would we want him as much yeah you know um i had heard in a sermon one time and i and i don't remember who who preached on it um but they they had talked about how we are all eve every single one of us you know male female whatever we're we're all Eve. we all would have chosen the one that we couldn't have instead of seeing everything else that god has blessed us with we were focused on what we couldn't have
0: yep
1: and we were mad about that one thing yeah so so now it's it's like (laughs) like why am i going to be mad about this one thing that my kid has even though it sucks don't get me wrong it sucks i mean my kid could go into heart failure literally any day it's it's a hard life it's it's not easy by any means, but if I just focus on that one thing, I'm going to forget all the other blessings that God right. has given us. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, that's that's a powerful thing there. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're going to probably hear me bring this up a lot mm-hmm. on this podcast. Um, it's something that I was told a while ago, and I was just reminded of it recently. Um, but the in everybody's testimony, you're going to see this. Every uh, the devil works in three ways mm-hmm. or three D's with mm-hmm. three D's. Um, he first will deceive you then he'll divide you and then mm-hmm. he'll destroy you. And I was going through your testimony and I found those in here wow. I and mean, just from what <laughs> I you know what I mean? and I'm there's other things I know you summarize this, you know, in, uh-huh. in what about 10 15 yeah. minutes. <laughs> so there's there's so much more behind it, mm-hmm. but I was able to kind of pick some of that out. I mean, he had you deceived um thinking number one that God didn't care, mm-hmm. you know, uh that he didn't take your faith and God wasn't gone. You just didn't think he cared. You mm-hmm. knew there was a God, but you mm-hmm. still, you just thought he didn't, he wasn't looking out for mm-hmm. you and your family. Um, uh, he also deceived you into thinking that, uh, and this kind of brings us to the divide part. Um, you didn't bring it up here, but it was in your story is, uh, how you felt it was, You'd mentioned, let's see, where did you write? You said, uh, living in fear kept me from being a good mother and wife. Yeah. I was afraid to love my children. And I constantly thought my husband and sons would be better off with someone else. I remember telling my husband once that if he wanted to find someone else, I would step aside mm-hmm. because that's what he deserved. And that is yeah. Satan coming in mm-hmm. and dividing your family. Mm-hmm. You know, he's deceived yeah. you into thinking mm-hmm. that you were just so crippled by this fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that fear also came from... You know, he, he he made you think that if if God couldn't um, protect or God couldn't give your son a healthy life, mm-hmm. that obviously he wasn't going to protect your family. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the fear that you had and why, why it crippled yeah. you. So, I mean, it, when you're on the verge, I mean, not even just on the verge, you told your husband... That you would step aside. I mean, he was destroying. And praise God for him. He was just like, yeah, he's like, go take a nap.
1: Like, (laughs) go sleep this off. You're crazy. Well, I think that's what most husbands
0: would be, but it shows where your heart. Yeah, but like, like
1: I was true, like serious. I was like, they, they deserve a better mom. They deserve you deserve a better wife than what I can give you because I'm just. I just feel empty. I just feel like I have nothing to offer you guys. Yeah, and it—it's really. I mean, it's—it's it's sad looking back on. I hate to admit it, but it's just—it's that's how Satan works. Yeah, that's how deep he can get his claws into you.
0: Yeah. The the cool thing is, um, you know, there's uh, Pastor Leo says it all the time, and I heard him say it a couple weeks ago when he read a. Uh, verse, I don't remember which one it was, and it said, "But God," and mm-hmm. he's like, "That's my favorite thing when it says that in the Bible." Mm-hmm. And I looked up and I found one that fit, and it's uh, Psalms forty-nine, fifteen. It says, uh, but God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I mean, God just stepped in and Mm -hmm. took control. And when you look at how God stepped in, it's it's cool to see how he works. He took that stress that you were feeling and that fear, Mm -hmm. and he had your friend invite you to a Bible study, and you didn't Mm -hmm. even care about the Bible study. Mm -hmm. You were just going for a break. Mm -hmm. He knew that you needed that stress relief and that break, and he knew you weren't going for him. Mm -hmm. But not only did he catch your attention because you wanted a break once a week, Mm -hmm. but he gave you that break. Mm -hmm. He gave you something you were looking for without you realizing that's what he was doing. And then when you were there he spoke to you mm-hmm. and he brought your family for mm-hmm. full circle back in yeah he rescued you right right mm-hmm. at that time and yeah I, I praise think
1: her for her obedience yeah <laughs> like like in my first yeah. video praise her for her obedience because there's there's a ripple effect with with all of every single one of us there's going to be a ripple effect with your podcast and yep. and with my youtube channel and everything else and so so I am indebted to her for her obedience yeah. <laughs> in, in, in starting that. So it's it's led to some beautiful things. So yeah. Yeah.
0: So I just, I I liked how your whole story came together, you know, Thank when you. I started looking at Me that.
1: Me too. <laughs> I'm happy with how it's turning <laughs> exactly, out. Exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's not done. I mean, you yeah. got, you know, it's the whole cool thing. God's still doing big things in your family. Yeah. So I got, you know, last week being at the men's encounter, I got to talk to justin more and get yeah. to know him more and stuff and he's a cool guy so yeah i, I think i'll
1: keep him <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he wants to keep you too yeah. so, um
0: but uh, uh i think we're gonna hear his story pretty soon yeah um i know you'd mentioned that and yeah. I, I didn't talk about that but it sounded like you wanted to hear, share his yeah um i'll probably share mine next week i'm just okay. trying to figure out how i want to break it down because i got two big point two big parts of my story yeah. so i just got to figure that out but uh cool. i think next week i'll share mine and then uh have justin on and then hopefully yeah. by then we've got some more people some that yeah. want to do it i know a lot of people like this idea mm-hmm. now we need people to step up and share yeah. the testimony no i know too. my <laughs> a good
1: friend of mine uh stacy she really wants to do it too so oh nice yeah. good yeah good. so i'll make her do it <laughs> <laughs>
0: cool. So yeah, this was, uh, is there anything else before we wrap up that you wanted to add to this or? I don't
1: think so. Okay. I th- yeah. I think that's, I think that's everything.
0: Well, I think it went well. And, uh, Me too. I think as we go along, we'll kind of work out the the kinks and get maybe. Yeah. Third time on this know, one was a charm. I know it was. It worked, <laughs> out, worked out all the kinks. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I know we're trying to get some music too on this, like some yeah. intro music and whatnot. So we'll cool. see how that goes. But, uh, if nothing else, at least we're starting and getting our story out there. We're being obedient. Yeah. And uh the rest of you need to be obedient too and <laughs> tell your story. <laughs> um if you want to reach out to me, you can uh just find me at church or uh email me, um, like Kayla did at Valley Christian at Yahoo dot com. That's probably the easiest one to reach me at. So um just uh reach out. Let me know you wanna get you, you wanna share your story and we'll put you on the list and just start working on it and and we'll get you on here. So, Fun I stuff. guess until next week, uh, you guys have a uh, an awesome week. All right.